My headphones is like Uh-oh. very low for some reason. There you go. Check, check. Okay. <laughs> Volume knobs. They're a wonder, aren't they? Yeah, there's, there's a ton on this board. Well, I might have also bumped it while I was grabbing headphones. Okay. Last time. I know, I know. It might have been me. Anyway, thanks again, everybody, for joining us. Uh, it, it just makes us happy every time you do. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We hope you enjoy the show. Uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. It's, holy cow, busy, busy, busy. It's with the, the holidays. holidays. It, it's the holidays. Yeah, holidays going on, so there, there's a lot we have all been up to. Yeah, but uh, it's holidays. Just want to say <laughs> to everybody, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Late Hanukkah. Pam corrected me on the other show about that. <laughs> uh, Happy Kwanzaa. Happy fest. Happy winter solstice. Um, winter solstice. Yule. Yule. Happy uh, birthday happy to birthdays. anyone who I, has a December birthday. Yeah. I, I know there's a a uh, uh, Islamic holiday at this time of year, but I'm not sure I which don't one know. it is. We apologize. Please, please tell us what it is. Yeah. But um, anyway, whatever you celebrate, we yeah. hope that you. Had a great one, or are going to, to have, have a great a one. Good one, and please be safe. I know everybody celebrates New Year's. At least I think everybody celebrates whatever your New Year's is, whether it's the Chinese New Year or the Orthodox. I don't know. And Anyways, or be safe, or just, just be safe. You know, have a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I hope like y'all are having a good day yeah. or a good happy, night if you're listening at night. Happy day of the week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh yeah so um i know edwin's been a little eager for the holidays so edwin yes you would like to talk about something yeah so so okay every holiday every every christmas around this time of year right i make it a point to not stress out and not freak out. And I get really busy during this time of year because every musician knows, especially if you're a church musician, it gets pretty busy. And me being a essentially a church musician, I get pulled into a lot of things. And I try not to make it like try to like stress me out freak me out so i made it a point to do fun things one of the fun things that uh angela and i did we actually went to a christmas market because i didn't know this was a thing in the cities it turns out there are a lot of them there's a lot of them we went to two there's a lot yeah and because when i think of a christmas market right i think of germany or europe or that sort of thing right because mm -hmm. they're like known for them and Apparently, we found out that the Union Depot in St. Paul does a 
German or European Christmas market. Kind of German style. German style. Essentially just a European Christmas market. Yes. And let me tell you, it was really, really fun. It was. And it was really, I was really full because there was a lot of food and a lot of sugar. And you can smell the sugar in the air. Sugar plum fairies in the air. It was glorious. And (laughs) the, (laughs) but here's the thing. It was brown. (laughs) The whole thing, it was just brown. Mainly, I tell you this because there is no freaking snow on the ground. And it it kind of depresses me just a little bit. Just just a bit. It makes me a bit sad. I think this is going to be, what, the, the one Christmas that we're going to have out of, like, I don't know. I don't remember the last time we had a brown Christmas. But... It's going to be brown. We've it was brown there. Before. I know we've had it before, but it's usually like yeah. the snow melts. And we already had a lot of snow. And then the snow melts. And then and then uh, it'll snow again. It's one of those things that I kind of feel like if I wanted a brown Christmas, I'd go to Arizona. <laughs> or California. <Yeah. laughs> or, you know. It's like if I wanted a green Christmas, I'd go to the Philippines. Right? <laughs> a hot, a hot yeah. and humid Christmas. Um, but... I, I just feel like sometimes like the holidays isn't really the same if it's if there isn't really snow in the ground that might be just because the way I grew up was always there was always snow on the ground you know and all the Christmases I can remember and it just doesn't feel the same um but also all the would you say that like- it's because would you say that it was because that you know you're Minnesotan yes. Yes, even though I spent my first four or five years of my li- my life in the Philippines, but I don't remember any of the Christmases yeah. in the Philippines. <laughs> so. Also, like, uh, almost, well, the vast majority of Christmas songs that are modern talk about snow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's right. not, you know, it's not yeah. like... White Christmas, you know, sleigh ride. Yeah. It wasn't, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. No. <laughs> okay. Unless you're in Seattle. <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're in, yeah, unless you're like in Florida, you know, or that sort of thing. It's, I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same. But I'm trying to make the best of it, though. Um, Like, what is it? Like, we, I did made, we made a lot of points to do things during this Christmas where, like, we got a tree from a charity and we got a, we went to a Christmas market and we put lights up and, you know, that sort of thing. So it's, it's, it's feeling very Christmassy and we got candles to prove it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, they're but, very nice candles. Yes. And it smells like Christmas. Um, the candle jars are mushroom shaped, which isn't very Christmas, <laughs> but it was from a local vendor, uh, a local, and local the jars were, the mushroom jars were very cute. It is. They're very cute. Um, so anyways, Angela, are you sure you're not part fae? I can neither confirm nor deny. I have a feeling those candles <laughs> are going to show up on a, on a show someday. Uh, <laughs> Um, so anyways, that's, that's all I mean, 
Yes, I'm just, I'm trying to make the best of it in terms of this Christmas, and, um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I want to go somewhere else during Christmas next year to, like, sort mm. of, like, have an excuse to not have to do, get involved in Christmassy stuff, like, a. In, it's an excuse to not stress yourself out. Not about excuse to not Christmas. stress out. I must admit, I was looking at vacation packages for Strasbourg, Germany. Edwin oh, also owes me a trip to Europe. Yeah, because <laughs> I, when I think of Christmas, right? When I think of Christmas, I kind of think of Strasbourg, Germany. <laughs> Just the, because they're known for their Christmas markets over there. Get the... the is the that postcard? is that like the main Christmas town in Europe? It is very yeah. much Christmas One town. Of, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like okay. when you hear about European Christmas, that's what you see on the postcards. That's what you see on the postcards. Like okay, like you know, like small little church places in the middle of the countryside. It's usually somewhere around there. Either that or the Cotswolds in, in England, but <laughs> it's I'm kind of I'm kind of I was watching a thing on YouTube about this guy who was playing um playing uh christmas songs in small little like churches in the countryside and it just made me want to like man i kind of just want to do that and i have to deal with you know american holiday <laughs> one thing's for sure so. if we do go to if we do ever make it to strasburg for for the vinox mark the christmas markets i have to brush up on my german yeah because i don't know german i'm a i, I know french i don't know german yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I could probably get us around, you know, very politely, if I brush up on my German. Yeah, I just... don't think I'd be able to have a very thorough conversation or a very in-depth yeah. conversation, but I could get us around. I'll just say bitte, 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 because that's all the German I know. <laughs> is that is that please? It's please, and you're or, welcome. Yeah. Bitte, bitte. Oh. That's the only thing I know in German. <laughs> At least the ones that won't get me into trouble. How's that? <laughs> okay. Because everybody learns the phrases that'll get you in trouble first. Yes, the ones that might land me in jail. Because <laughs> I've seen World War II movies. <laughs> so. I, however, go the other route. <laughs> oh. In learning languages and learn the most ridiculous phrase I can first. For example, how to tell someone in Sabano that they have a crusty in their eye. So Angela can get around the Philippines with that. <laughs> so anyways. Wow. Yeah, so it's 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 the holidays. Yes, it's stressful. I'm trying not to stress out. So anyways, Pam, what have you been doing? I am brain dead right now. Yes, you um, are. <laughs> so yeah so yeah well, I blame you know what I blame the weather precisely the sunlight or lack thereof you need We're a happy in, lamp you need a happy lamp I, uh, I, I yeah like everywhere yeah because like you know here in Minnesota uh, sunset is what 430 probably earlier yeah, it's just like the Philippines <laughs> oh my, we don't get the sunrise until like 8.30. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> At least in the Philippines, like, I have the energy to still do stuff. Once yeah. I get home and it's dark outside, I'm ready just to 
sleep. That, that might be because of work. <laughs> too. Yeah. Unless you're doing work at the Philippines. Work. <laughs> well, work. Well, work for me has been. Yeah, I work in the accounting department, so of course, year-end stuff. We. Yeah. Um. What do you want me to but, categorize I mean, this as? That's really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, and also. I'm just glad that my fall my fall semester my is over. And please mind you, this is the first time I'm back in university mm -hmm. for a while. So we I'm will like, leave it at I'm a while. A while. Back. What's that? I'm patting myself in the back. Yeah. It, you know, I survived. And yeah, sure, it's only two classes, but hey, I passed. Macroeconomics with an A, and I'm like, yes. Congratulations. I've heard, a, I've heard a couple of, I've heard a couple of horror stories that like, oh, macro or microeconomics is like one of the hard subjects. Yeah. I'm like, really? So, so I actually found it not bad. So now you know who Milton Keynes is, and <laughs> and okay. I forgot the other dude. Congratulations on surviving the, ses the semester. <laughs> And passing Thank your you. classes. Yes. <laughs> Woohoo! So yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta get some self recognition in there. Yep. Yeah. That's what keeps you going. Yes. I even got a graduation plan going on. So yes. if all goes well, uh, I am hoping to be done getting my uh, bachelor's in accounting um, in fall of 2027. So um, you heard it here. Um, Okay, here Hold we go. Please. You heard it here <laughs> first. You heard it here first. We are marking it down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I'm. And speaking of holidays, I. Is it wrong of me to be like, I'm okay with skipping Christmas this year? It's not that I don't like it, I'm not a grump. I love Christmas. I love the carols. I like the lights, the decorations, the smell of pine. <gasps> Ooh. Um, <laughs> but it's it's the whole, like, I just celebrated Hanukkah with my boyfriend. Um, so that whole eight days of festivities, a fried food. You are holidayed out. Presents, of course. Chocolate guilt. Chocolate um, like, guilt. There's a uh, there's another holiday that I have to <laughs> spend my money on. So you're so you're hearing a lot of this. You're hearing a lot of this. Yes. Okay. Edwin, yes. <laughs> Just. <I've> <laughs> Which actually, actually, I didn't really get a chance to actually play, play it. But those songs, those Hanukkah songs, I'm like, oh, that's how it goes. So I know the dreidel song quite well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just glad that I, right now, my focus for the rest of this year, at least, is just to take it easy on yourself. Nice. See? See, the theme of the show today... <laughs> Is relax. Uh, <laughs> well, one of the things. Let's just put it that way. 
Um, <laughs> relax. Okay, Angela. <laughs> Angela's got something to say. I've been following Uh-oh. the progress of a volcano in Iceland, okay? Oh, that oh thing. so definitely not. <laughs> yeah, volcanoes are not exactly relaxing, but they are fascinating. Uh, boom. They are. They are. Yeah, no, this one was not a boom. This one, um, roar, 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 roar. oh gosh, I've been I've been mostly following it through the TikTok account. Um, the gal is called uh, Lady Lava. <laughs> oh, Lady Lava. Uh, she is. Uh, from Iceland. Uh, she lives in Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Uh, yeah. And she's been reporting the news on this volcano as it, as she's been getting hold of it. Uh, but it is on, uh, kind of a, uh, a, a remote part of Iceland, um, to the southwest, I believe, just kind of a southwest peninsula area. Um, and this thing, like, they were they were um, anticipating an eruption since, like, mid-November. Oh, so they knew um, it was coming. Yeah, they knew it was coming. They just yeah. didn't know when, and they weren't sure how big. Um <laughs> Like, Sounds I was, like a horror, like a like a disaster movie. Oh yeah, like <laughs> it it was, but coming. it was a disaster in slow motion. Um, oh my! It started with uh, I think the morning of uh, November eleventh. I think. Oh wow! Uh, the oh. the town woke up with earthquakes, and there were just like a series of earthquakes, and they evacuated the town as fast as possible because like. This is one of those situations where, um, like, parts of the town were getting lifted up and parts of the town were getting dropped down. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so, it was a, so it was a universal theme park ride is essentially what it was. Pretty much. But, yeah, they, they evacuated very, very quickly. Like, it was kind of one of those situations like, like, grab only what you can on out. your way out the day on your way out the door and get out yeah like there were there were pets that had to get left behind no don't worry don't worry that that part does not end in tragedy but like pets had to get left behind uh everything valuable had to get left behind like they they called in um all kinds of security forces to make sure everyone was out of the town and everyone was staying out of the town uh make sure no randos wandered into the town to start oh. looting um they did not let anyone mm. in or out of the town for the first couple of days um but after a couple of days like things had settled down and, and quieted um so they they let the locals back in to gather up their pets so all okay. the pets all the pets were rescued oh, all the goodness. pets all Good. the pets got evacuated <laughs> uh the the prize possession but they had to like they had to go in, like, waiting their turn to go in and, you know, make sure that not a whole lot of people were in the town at any one time. Okay. Just, you know, make mm-hmm. sure that, that people... There's just a... If things went down, people could get rescued, you know? There's like just a big juxtaposition between, like, Iceland and, like, the Philippines. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> like, 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 the Philippines is like, the Philippines is like, meh. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, Iceland has volcanic eruptions all the time, so for Iceland, it's not a, a big deal. However, what was going on with this uh, was that the uh, magma intrusion, or inclusion, intrusion, whatever. Yep. My brain does not want to get the right term. Uh, but it was... It was um, underneath this uh, kind of almost a mountain, but kind of not. But, yeah. But there, it was basically underneath this power plant. Really? And, yeah. And that's and, not good. And something called <laughs> something that they call Blue Lagoon, which I think was basically the water that supplied the coolant for the power plant. Not yeah. not nuclear. Uh, it's a coal. I don't think no, it's. I don't, think, I don't it's think it's coal. I don't know what kind of. Power, power plant it is is because most of their most of their power is through renewable energy if i'm understanding correctly well maybe it's like thermal it might it is probably thermal that's probably why they built it on top of the thing because yeah. it was thermal yeah cuz they they knew there was that that kind of yeah. magma hot spot there yeah. but uh when things started going dicey the magma that was sitting underneath it shifted like it was Ooh. in this sill and all of a sudden it shifted and it ended up instead of underneath that power plant it went underneath the city and when it went under the city it ended up in this fissure like a like a, like a crack well like a piece of paper if you the, yeah. the way they were describing it was like if you stood a piece of paper on its end it was it was that very vertical thin line mm -hmm. going for i think um i think they said it was 15 kilometers long which i'm not sure what the mileage is mm. on that but it was a very long thin line and like they they were not sure where along that line it was going to erupt like it could have erupted anywhere along it Blech. and at the start mm. it was it looked most likely to so is, this like it, a, is this like a new volcano forming or something no, or is this the it, old one that we thought erupted like was it a decade is, ago? Oh, that no, that one. That one was in a different part of Iceland. Okay, and I'll I'll get into the science of that in just a minute. But this particular one, <laughs> um, it crept up into this this uh, fissure mm -hmm. that it was just a straight line practically, uh -huh. um, and part of that straight line was directly underneath the city. Uh, What's the name of the city? Uh, Grindavik, I think is the name of the city. So, okay. they weren't sure where along that line it was going to erupt. Um, things settled down, got quiet, and then suddenly the land started lifting again. Uh, like The magma that they knew about was really close to the surface, like 500 meters under the surface. Really, really close. So it suddenly settled down, and they're like, "Okay, maybe it won't do anything." And then, underneath the underneath the power plant, it started to lift again Jeez. and fill up. And they're like, "Oh crap!" So you know, get everything settled. They they prepared um, these ridges to protect the power plant and other things around it, and they were watching for it to raise to that level where it first shifted because they were pretty sure. Once it got hit that, that's when they would erupt. And they predicted correctly. Once that, once it hit that level, the power plant kind of went down again, 
that glob of magma under the surface shifted over to the same place that it went before and it erupted Ooh. along a fissure. Fortunately, it was well away from Grenovic, so the city is safe. Yay! Yay! Um, Yay! And they cheered. <laughs> Yay! It was crazy. This fissure <laughs> that it's erupting along is like, I think this, I think she said it was four kilometers, and most like it's four kilometers of fissure that it's erupting along. And most of the time when it erupts along a fissure, it's like 400 meters or 800 meters. So this is like 10 times the length of the of the usual. So it's a very long eruption. It was going very, the, the magma was going very, very tall. It's not an explosive eruption, thank goodness, because that that's what kicks up the, the ash and rock and the stuff like Pompeii. This one is just purely lava spitting up um, and the gases that come with it. But um, that was shooting so high that you could actually see the lava spewing out of the ground from Reykjavik, even though like they were completely safe. Like there was, there was no danger towards Reykjavik at all. Like the airport stayed open. Like it only closed for 30 minutes when it actually started erupting because that's policy just so that they could assess the situation and make sure that it's safe to keep flying. And it's like 30 minutes later, they reopened the airport. Oh, wow. It's not that far Jeez. away from Reykjavik. It's not. But it's far enough that Reykjavik was never in any danger. Um, and fortunately, the that part of the land is... Though the land is very, very flat there, the lava decided to flow northward which is the safest direction it could have possibly flowed. But the, the volcanologists who were looking into, who were keeping an eye on it, say that there's a lot more magma in it than they expected. And it has a lot more pressure than they were anticipating. So they're hopeful that that means it'll, it'll kind of blow itself out essentially quickly, but there's no guarantee. But. Yeah, it looks like the latest reports say that there's a uh, there's acid, like acid air or something like that that's happening, yeah, and they basically so the hopes of is, spending is, Christmas in in Grindavik is like pretty much done. Yeah, no, the the, <laughs> the town, the whole city was already evacuated. Yeah. So there's nobody in the town. They're like, they've all got places to stay, and the people of Iceland pulled together to make sure that everybody had somewhere to go. Yeah, which is really cool. Gotta love the Icelandic people. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... And the part that's making it acidic is um, the sulfuric acid, yeah. or mm -hmm. the sulfuric gases that are mm -hmm. coming out are bonding to the waters and the moisture in the air. And anything that's got moisture in it is becoming sulfuric acid. Yeah, and we all know so, sulfuric acid will burn. Yeah. <laughs> so... Well, anyway. there it is. Hopefully, every they're all safe over there in Iceland. Ice, ice, Icelandia. Icelandia. Iceland. I always wanted to go to Iceland. I mean, that place is like so cool. Yeah. It's like a. But if you, if I heard you the want, food is awesome too. If you want uh, more information, I highly recommend uh, watching Lady Lava on TikTok to get her kind of. Uh, update because she does yeah. get the information from scientists. Um, she actually interviewed with with um, some news reporters and news agencies. I think uh, 
internationally and in Iceland. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she she was following this situation very closely and and giving very as as clear updates as possible uh, for people to understand. So. Well, that's good. So he's she's just not like just like doing it herself. She's actually getting someone that's a volcanologist it, from Iceland. Uh, she, essentially. She's she's <laughs> taking like she was uh, she was reporting on the information coming from the scientists as she could get her hands on it. Oh, okay. So, well, so yeah, she, was, she was getting her information as directly as possible. Yeah. So sweet. Hmm. Sorry, that's not very relaxing, but it was fascinating to kind of watch it play out. No, we're trying to relax here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Just say it. It's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, I, I hear that stamp collecting is, is a relaxing hobby. And what's this I see in the notes about some new stamps? Yes. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. <laughs> so I got this uh, news just today, actually. That uh, the United States Postal Service, that's right, the USPS, um, are releasing, looks like, 12 Dungeons and Dragons stamps. Are you serious? Yes, collect them all. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get them all. Gotta catch them all. Yeah, they look nice, too. They look like... Are they from the game or from the movie? They look like from the game. Like they look like yeah, right there. There's one there that looks like um the, the cover from uh from the Dungeons Masters guy. Oh, that does look like the cover. Yeah. And um looks like other Hang on, turn turn your screen so I can see it a little better. I can't. Cause like I'm just This is not I know this is not good radio for because <laughs> no one can really see these, but yeah. if if you go over to the readthereporter.com, uh, they have this uh if one of them looks a couple of them look like a. One of them looks like it might be an illustration from inside the player's manual. Yeah, yeah. Like these are all from like the books. That's so, pretty. That's kind of cool. So gotta get them all, guys. Gotta get them all. It's, it's it's go ask your. I know there's for some reason I'm hearing a lot of, like rumors that the United States Postal Service ran out of the holiday stamps. I don't know how they do that. <laughs> How do you run out of the holiday stamps? I don't know. Hopefully they don't run out of these stamps because I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are, are going to look for these. Um, the the stamp collectors of 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 our inner being. So they look really cool. I always wanted to get some of this art and make like in like poster frame, uh, like framed posters because they look really good. Like whoever does the art. You know, for these, for the manuals and for the, for the uh, modules, they're really good. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just, uh, just thought I'd let you guys know that the USPS <laughs> is becoming more of the nerdy side. So they still cost as much as the normal stamps do. So, yeah. So. I'm sure they're going to be the forever stamps. So. I hope they're the forever stamps. Oh, I'm because... sure. I'm sure. And that's the thing. Why are they running out of holiday? It's, like, it's not like they can't use these stamps next year. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just print them. It's fine. Have a stock. 
Maybe there was something extra cool in the stamps that just is, is really important to stamp collectors, but everybody else is just like, I don't know. Yeah. It, no. could, it could be one of those things. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. What are we talking about now? Um, what is it? Uh, oh, we're, oh, are I we at the food now? We are suggestion. Talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you guys think of the new flag? The Minnesota flag? The Minnesota State flag? Yeah. Did they choose one? Oh my gosh. Did they choose one? Yeah, they chose one. Yeah, they one. finalized it. Okay, so and... Angela is Angela's a graphic designer person. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was hoping you to avoid with this. That is, is... Uh-oh. So, Pam, what were you saying? I'm sorry. No, so I was just wondering, like... I think it was a. I think it was finalized today. It was, it was either today or yesterday. It so was it's yesterday. Very recent. It was yesterday. So, already there's a meme going on. And get this, I cannot <sighs> unsee it. Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> you see it? Do you see Godzilla? I see it. I see it. What? Godzilla. <laughs> All right. The star, the eye. The dark oh. blue shape is the head. Yes. The light blue, the laser beam. The... Ah! <laughs> yeah. I. If they're gonna do something like that, then at least have the loon with the laser eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was another meme that had, oh, it's a loon, but I'm like, nope, that's not a loon. Uh. It's Godzilla. <laughs> I was hoping for, I was actually hoping for, I know this is not really good radio for people who are outside of Minnesota, but yeah, Minnesota just chose a new flag because the old flag was controversial. It was <laughs> controversial, plus it was just bad it was, flag design. It was, it was really busy. Oh yeah. oh yeah, they just basically stuck the seal on the flag and called it a day. Yeah, <laughs> apparently there's a term for so. that in, among uh, people who uh, specialize in flags. There's a, there's an actual term for that, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, but among flag specialists and yeah. people who study flags, uh, the Bad. old flag was, they call it a seal on a bed sheet. Yes. And we're not the only state who did this, okay? it was Apparently it was like a big thing back in the 1800s, so. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think Wisconsin's the same way. I think they just pretty much put their seal on the... On a bed sheet. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, but this one, I, I have my opinions on it. But I will say, with my work, that's going to be a lot easier to embroider than some of the other yes. designs that were submitted. Although, I, yeah. did like, I did like the wavy one. The wavy one was pretty cool. That was cool. The wavy one was good, yes. I, I wanted was... that one. Because I can see that on a t-shirt. That... Yeah. <laughs> I can see that on a t-shirt. So... But I'm not. I don't know how I feel about this one. It just looks so. It just looks it so feels boring. Underwhelming. Yeah, it looks boring. Yeah. It's like. It's it's like this is like, I guess this is maybe like true Minnesotan form. <laughs> you know. But if you, okay. For the record, <laughs> I one of the projects that I had to do a couple years back, well, a couple of years in a row, really. We had to work with a lot of flags. Okay. Uh, do a lot of flag designs on things. A lot of flags are very boring. Yeah. But it's like yeah. it's got to it's 
it's got to be simple it's got to be quickly recognizable and there's got to be symbolism to it and so yeah this makes sense as a flag design a whole i mean at least it doesn't look like any other flag in the 50 states i will say that much mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not like it's not like the scandinavian flies i can't tell whose country is whose <laughs> you know <laughs> i always get those mixed up yeah so this one it 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 is quickly recognizable and and unique so yeah. i still wanted the waving one i kind of i kind of did like <laughs> the one that it's kind of like the same pattern but instead of just the light blue, there were the three stripes. Yeah, that was that would have been better. I kind of like that, and I yeah. thought that that was going to pass. Yeah. That that did make it in the finals. Do you feel like they were trying to save money on color? No. <laughs> like, I I don't think like, that was even a factor. <laughs> you know, like oh, we can save money on color if we just get just put like two colors and and make the star white because white's not really a color in the scheme of things. That I, I don't think that was even a factor, but what I think was a factor was, like, there are a lot of flags out there that have three stripes. Yeah. I, oh, is that the reason why? I, that's my guess. I'll tell you one thing. When it comes to color, I still think the Philippine flag pretty much wins. He, when it comes to color. Of, uh... Well, yeah. Yeah. That's because the Philippine flag has a star. Yeah, and it's got a sun. Well, <laughs> sorry, it's a sun. Sorry. Three stars it's, and it's a sun. It's a sun, and yeah. it's a different type of sun. <clears throat> yeah. It's okay. a very Filipino-looking sun. Let's see. <laughs> it's distinctly just Filipino. Yeah, just say it. But yeah, I. here's the thing. The, the old Minnesota flag was pretty busy. I will give you that. So the, the old oh yeah. gosh. Um, my biggest complaint about these seals that the state seals are all seriously disgusting to try to stitch out. Oh, I'm sure. It it's horrible. So when a when a state has one of those a seal on a bed sheet flags. Yeah. And they want their state flag on something. And it's like, I, holy crap! What? I I can't defy physics for this thing. I can't get all that in there. I can't. I'll tell you. Okay, here. I'll tell you one thing. Have you seen the new? Have you seen the new seal? I have. Yeah. That's a cool looking seal. I will. I will say. I have to admit. That's a really I cool. I do like it. I like it because like. The red moon eyes. Got the star. It got, <laughs> it got e even the loons like um, the wings. Yeah. Make an M. Yeah. That's a cool. And then it has it has the um. Uh, I think it's supposed to signify a wild yeah. rice. Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah. That's so, that's a cool looking seal. I will. I like that seal. Specifically, I like the fact that the the loon looks pretty like like I'm gonna I'm gonna kick someone's <laughs> like I'm staring at Wisconsin. I'm gonna kick them. You know, it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> we are we will not get into the debate of my seal is better than your seal. 
because that's my a pretty seal can cool. beat up your seal. <laughs> yeah, look at look at that thing's got red eyes. It's like, it's like missing the laser eyes. It looks just it's just missing that laser part. But it looks like it's about to like, it looks like it's charging up its laser eyes. It's like it's charging. <laughs> I am glad that they decided to have the red eye because in Minnesota we we mostly see it them while their eyes are red. Yeah. 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 So. Like other states mostly see them while the eyes are. Yeah. Yep. White or black or whatever. Yeah. But the other seal, you know, the other flags, you know, like the other seals for states, you know, it looks really happy. It looks really like all like, like debonair and looks very like cordial. Ours looks like we're going to go beat you up. That's what it looks like. (laughs) Which is so interesting because if that, if the seal comes out as like a whole, not really aggressive, but strong. Yep. The flag is quite the opposite of that. I think it's the f- uh, if if Ope was a flag, you would have that. <laughs> Ope. Ope. <laughs> or Ufta. Yep. yep, Ufta. Yep. Yep. Ope or Ufta. Yep. Yep. So I guess in that way, sure, the design sticks. But yeah. I can't, thanks to the meme, I cannot unsee. Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> someone's gonna draw Godzilla on that. Someone's just gonna put Godzilla. There's like, already a meme circling on social okay, media on it, go. and I'm like, I can't unsee it now. It's official. We have I would, Godzilla. I wonder if someone's. Right now. I wonder if someone's gonna actually make that flag and fly it. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure there will. Someone. Come on. Oh, I I believe um, the. Twin Cities has a very healthy population of geeks. Yes. Give it time. Yes. Give it Give time. Give it time. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm with, sure. with with uh, so many millennials and yep. uh, Gen Zers, you know, someone's going to do it. <laughs> it and yeah. it's probably going to be a millennial or someone from Gen Z. Yeah. So look for the Godzilla slash missile flag at your local comic book store or <laughs> or someone's yard or someone's someone's yard <laughs> that's great so let's you want to guys Anywho, move on to uh yeah. to what we've been doing when it comes to food yeah let's talk about some let's food, talk about the food. <laughs> let's talk about food yeah but regardless of the style or type of restaurant they all have one thing in common and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. All right, so our most recent challenge was find a dish that you might try for a holiday potluck. And so. Uh, we went and scrambled finding recipes for various holiday potluck recipes. Uh, who wants to start? I Not guess, I. <laughs> I guess I'll start because I have a background for this. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So. I. I was on sort of like a rice kick for a little bit, like an Asian rice kick. Um, I don't know. I just felt like I just wanted to eat like a lot of like Asian foods for some reason for like the past 
past month and I started watching I watched the Gordon Ramsay um, Uncle Roger video again <laughs> when Gordon Ramsay was making um, Rang Dang I think that's what it's called which is like um, no not Rang Dang but um, I forgot what it's called but it's like Indonesian fried rice and when you go to a Filipino uh, when you go to a Filipino potluck, chances are there might be fried rice there, right? For surely, if they do it right, there's going to be rice there, right? If there is no rice in a Filipino potluck, it's not a Filipino potluck. And someone's angry. And someone's angry. <laughs> someone's complaining. Most likely Edwin. <laughs> it's probably like the oldest dude that's there, you know? <laughs> and, and you know, they'll be asking us like, where's the, you know, where's the rice? And, and there has to be some kind of rice there, whether it's garlic rice, fried rice, or, or more than likely it's steamed rice. Okay. But I kept thinking to myself, I know how to make garlic rice, right? It's like a, mm. a thing in the Philippines. You kind of really know how to yeah. make, how to make garlic rice. Um, and it's basically our version of fried rice, right? Yes. Um, and the, in any place in Asia, they have their version of fried rice. Chinese one is probably the most popular one where it's like soy sauce. And depending on where you're in China, it's either going to be spicy because they put chilies in it or, but more than likely it's going to have two things, soy sauce and MSG. <laughs> okay. And, but I've never tried indonesian fried rice i'm gonna try malaysian fried rice and they had like ver this version and i've never even heard of these um these uh ingredients like sambal and randang and and ketchup manis you know i've never heard of it um i thought ketchup manis was banana ketchup <laughs> but i don't think it is but I did the Gordon Ramsay version of of uh, of Indonesian fried rice, the one that Uncle Roger was 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 very proud of because he actually did it right. Um, <laughs> so I tried to do it, and because I just wanted to taste it, because sambal is essentially chili, like you know, like a chili paste or a chili sauce, and rendang is like. Is like a like a like a sh like a shrimp paste, I think. Um, and I just wanted to try it, and um, and knowing that fried rice usually makes a makes an appearance at a potluck, why not? So, <laughs> you know, but not Indonesian fried rice, especially in a Filipino thing, right? Yeah. Um, so I tried it, made it the way that Gordon Ramsay made it. Except Ex no, he didn't put he didn't put ketchup manis in it. Okay, that was a thing, but apparently ketchup manis is something for in the Indonesian. But he didn't put it in there, so I was I was kind of conflicted when I was going to do it again. But since since according to Uncle Rogers this was correct, I was fine with it. So, um, so that was my dish, and I got to tell you. It's different. <laughs> it's definitely it's different. It's definitely different. 
Um, it's a little bit spicy. I didn't try. I tried not to make it too spicy. He was scared. I was a little scared. Um, and it didn't have any soy sauce in it. But it had plenty of MSGs. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the, that was my dish. And I don't know, Angela, you tasted it. What did you think? Um, it was definitely different from many fried rice I've had before. Like there was, there was that, the ginger presence was very strong. Uh, and the heat was at the back of it. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like burn your mouth instantly. It was like kind of burn your mouth as an afterthought. Mm -hmm. Um, it has, it has some really good, good flavor. So I'd, I'd be for eating it again. Mm -hmm. It was just, um, not having that soy flavor kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah. And ketchup manise apparently is sweet soy sauce. Um, so I was kind of like, maybe I should have put it in. But since Gordon Ramsay never put it in, I'm not going to put it in. That was my sort of feeling about it. Um, but it looked like Gordon Ramsay's <laughs> dish. So, um, yeah, I thought I liked it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a different taste in terms of like, in terms of fried rice. I mean, like garlic fried rice doesn't have soy sauce in it either. So I knew it was like, you right. know, not all fried rices in Asia yeah. have soy sauce in it. Yeah. So I get it. Uh, for me, I gave that, I would give that one a 14 just because it was unfamiliar and I was expecting soy sauce flavor when it didn't have, it didn't even yeah. have soy sauce. So I think I would need, I would need to have another try. Yeah. To get a more accurate score on it. But for me, right now, it's a 14. Yeah. So, I would give it... I kind of... I'd give it a 15. I do prefer... If I was going to... If I was going to make a fried rice, I'd probably go for a garlic fried rice just because I'm Filipino. Or the other fried rices that I'm familiar with. But... That's my thing. So, I'd probably give it like a 15. Yeah. Pam? Did we lose Pam? No, Pam is just sitting there laughing. Just. I think we lost Pam. <laughs> Angela, why don't you go ahead while Pam Pam fixes her mic? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give we'll give we'll give. Oh oh. Whoa. Oh. Nope. 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 Oh, there. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what happened. All right. Weird. All right. So, so yeah, I, I was unfortunate to not try uh, Edwin's fried rice, Indonesian fried rice, which I believe it's called nasi goreng. Nasi goreng. Yep, that's correct. Yep. Which is like, it, it, you said that it had a, like a kick to it. Yeah. It's got spice. See, I didn't see. I've never experienced that with fried rice. Yeah, but it's typical fried rice is just fried rice. Yeah, Chinese like Chinese oh. fried rice, especially like the like the like the Sichuan variety. You know, has has yeah. chili in it. Yeah, so, so it's it's your typical kind of heat for for those ones. But like yeah, this one, it was it was not your your typical heat. Yeah. Just had that ginger adding adding to the kick too. Yeah. So. And then here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing too is that um 
the um, what we're familiar with, you know, we go to a Chinese restaurant sometimes get get uh, get fried rice. We're sort of we're used to like the Cantonese variety of fried rice. Mm. You know, like the that's like you know like vegetables, what is, yeah, egg. vegetables, egg, egg fried rice with like chicken tree, shrimp or beef or whatever the heck kind of protein you want on there and that's what we're usually used used to um but i've never really tasted like you know like even Jap- japan has like their version of fry- of a fried rice and so anywhere there's rice there's gonna be bound to be a fried rice i mean you can tell i mean you can pretty much say like peel off is a fried rice <laughs> <laughs> so you know yeah. risotto is a fried rice risotto is a porridge anyway so so pam what did you make what did i make yeah so okay so we we you said make something that is totally you know new to you yep and so i was like okay and you said holiday so i was like well this year this year, I my focus was on Hanukkah. Um, so I was going through it, and I found so for my dish, I did kugels. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Kugels before K U G E L S. I've heard of it. I, I, I may have tried it before, I but I can't. I can't remember. Look it up. <laughs> There are certain variations of it. Um, one version is potato, while another version could be uh, noodles. Okay. And I think there was one that isn't, that is more uh, for Passover. And I think it's like made of matzo meal, I think. Okay. But um, um, I wanted something to make that, you know, my boyfriend is familiar with so that so that it's something that he's like yep that's 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 k-u-g-e-l-s correct okay k-u-g-e-l-s edwin's trying to to do a search all i'm getting is like google christmas that's because you had the the oh here 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 i found it all right so (laughs) so the recipe that i followed is for lakshin kugel or noodle kugel. Okay. Um, if you follow the recipe, like it calls for like egg noodles, eggs, milk, sugar. You gotta love the butter. Mm-hmm. Um, cream cheese, and then for like the top, it's something sweet. So this one that I found uh, had frosted flakes and cinnamon. <laughs> Frosted flakes. So okay. So I'm just listing down the ingredients, and immediately you're like, you're not sure if this is sweet or savory. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if this is. I'm looking at a picture of it. I'm kind of like, what is? I'm. I like to me, it's kind of both. The noodles, especially the eggs, uh-huh. kind of bring it a savory feel to it, while the cinnamon and frosted flakes bring the sweetness, sure, so that sure. it's more more so and so i asked so i asked my boyfriend so 
what is this? Is it a side or a dessert? To him, it's a dessert. Um, because it has the sweetness part of it. Um, but I don't know. To, if I were to bring this to a potluck, it could be both. Like, I could see someone, like, eating this as, like, a side or something. Um, I think what I did, because remember, I don't really do much of the cooking around here. So, I mean, it was easy to make, but I think I cooked the noodles a little bit too much uh, because when you bake it, yeah. it can it came off as a bit like soggy. Ah, yeah. It's and like... I think, and I think it's supposed to be more like chewy. Yeah. Not, Especially, what kind of noodles did you put in there? Like egg noodles? Egg noodles. Oh, yeah, so egg noodles Medium cook egg noodles, fast. Yeah, yeah they, they so, get soft pretty fast. Yeah. So, that was my bad. Probably I shouldn't have cooked it as long as I did prior, or before putting it in the oven. But he said that, because my boyfriend tried it, and he's like, yeah, it's a bit too soggy with the noodles and such, but you basically nailed it and i was like really um it is this is a dish best served like fresh because i did try it like reheated uh-oh you kind of lose the sweetness interesting because the eggy uh, the eggy thing the savory flavors thing. get In stronger and the, and the sweetness disappears yeah, and the flakiness of the like the frosted flakes oh, no, because that's, it's a that's little gone. bit of a crunch. Yeah, that's gonna be gone. That's gone. Yeah. 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 So um, in my mind, eh, the reheat factor, mm, I wouldn't recommend it. Would you so, consider this a casserole? I, uh, a Jewish casserole? Yeah, like a casserole. In a way, yeah. Like I did, <laughs> I did use a casserole dish. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I would say so. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, this is this is interesting. It looks interesting. So it's probably <laughs> like, one, and of those, one of those things that's best if it's made for big get-togethers. It is. It is. Um, I would not. <laughs> if there's leftovers, you might want to eat them like right away. Um, but like, uh, to me. I would give it like a 14, like if it's fresh. If it's not fresh, it drops down to like 10. Considerably low. <laughs> Is it edible? And it's, it, oh, it's edible. Yes. Okay. So, all right. So it's, okay. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just, the, I think the, the texture what, issue, the texture becomes a major issue. It's, it's the texture. And I think you just lose the sweetness of it. And I think that's the whole appeal of it. Sure. Um, but yeah, will I make it again? Absolutely. There are... This is a very versatile, I think, recipe. Because you could add in... Like some some recipes add in raisins for added sweetness to it. Uh-huh. Un unfortunately, my boyfriend doesn't like raisins. So that was a no-go in this household. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, yeah, it happens. <laughs> and I would be interested in trying the potato 
version of this. Yeah. So, so it makes me wonder if, if uh, <laughs> the potato one's probably gonna fill you out even more than this. Potatoes probably. usually fill out more. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind trying to make this and trying it because, because it sort of has like that value of like sweet and savory. You know, mm-hmm. so the whole salty sweet thing. Mm. It's always a plus. Hmm. So, Angela, what did, what did you make? Oh, uh, gosh. I made a Christmas cheese ball. Uh, there okay. Things went wrong. <laughs> things went horribly wrong. Tell if us I about can, it. If I can pat you on the back, I would, Angela. <laughs> okay, so. It. First thing that went wrong. I went grocery shopping to get the ingredients. Uh, it, it recommends fresh parsley and fresh thyme. The grocery store that I was at had neither. So I had to use dried. Uh-oh. Which, you know, that's going to influence it a little bit. But it also says one of the ingredients is gorgonzola cheese. I had my hand on a package of gorgonzola in that same stack of of cheeses and near identical packaging was blue cheese and i thought that the gorgonzola was saying that it was a type or a variation of blue cheese i can no longer recall correctly because when i got started on making it the package that i pulled out of the refrigerator that i thought was gorgonzola was blue cheese Ooh. So I started out with having to use dried herbs instead of fresh and a wrong cheese. Um, (laughs) You can only imagine how things went from there. Uh, I had to use the food processor uh, because my cream cheese wasn't softening fast enough. So I had to use it to get cream cheese softened and get things mixed in. Uh, the food processor decided to overheat and go into safety mode. I thought I had killed it. I Oof. I thought I I thought I had murdered our food processor. Fortunately, Edwin realized that it, it it had just kicked into safety mode, so I did not, in fact, murder. It was only attempted murder. Uh, Phew. <laughs> I, I would have been sad. <laughs> I know you would have been sad. Yeah. Uh. I, I, I would have been mad at myself. Uh, anyway, so I, I continued on making this thing. Uh, it had toasted almonds. I, I did toast the almonds correctly. Uh, and the next step after I got everything mixed together was to form a ball and roll it in pomegranate arils. I'd already, hmm. I, I already had the pomegranate all, all separated. I already had it on a plate. But it did not want to form a ball. <laughs> and it was as I was trying to roll this lump in the pomegranate arils, I was realizing this cheese ball is sticking to my hands better than to the pomegranate arils. 
and the pomegranate arrows, which were supposed to be a nice, shiny, sparkly, red out exterior to this cheese ball, they were getting covered in cheese. <laughs> there was no good angle on that thing to take a picture. Here it is supposed to... <laughs> it's supposed to look like this jewel-encrusted cheese ball, basically. No, no, it looked nothing of the it sort. Did, it didn't look Christmassy. It did not look Christmassy it at alien. all. <laughs> it looked really alien. <laughs> it looked very alien, very... It, it was not a pretty picture. The thing... The thing I realized after is that they likely missed a step in the instructions. Because I, I read through to double check. If they had included a step to chill the cheese ball, if it was too sticky or if it did not want to form a, a ball shape, I think I would have had an easier time forming it into a ball and rolling it in the pomegranate arrows. As it was, like, I did not have a crust of pomegranate arrows. Those pomegranate arrows were getting sucked into the cheese. <laughs> I had the ugliest cheese ball ever. <laughs> well, don't judge. Don't judge the Don't judge the pictures the that picture. are going to show up on the Instagram. Yeah. So, it, it was ugly. We set it to chill. We didn't have a very long time to chill it because it was after work it was getting late edwin needed to go to sleep so it's like okay we'll t we'll taste it and we'll give it another taste in the morning i was not particularly impressed when it was only chilled for an hour it it did not get thoroughly chilled yeah um it spread it nice it did spread <laughs> nice before it got chilled yeah it's right however, nice. however we, we let it sit overnight said okay we'll give it another try tomorrow today it was good we, we tried it again the herbs had settled in and and the flavors from the herbs had, had you know they made their presence known yeah they the, finally got to know the, each other with the rest of the group yeah they 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 finally joined in the party yeah uh the the cheeses tasted like cheeses are supposed to when they're chilled the problem was it was very difficult to spread. Yeah, it was it was, it was difficult to spread. I was oh, no. I was breaking crackers. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh boy. Yeah. So, it has its issues. Uh, but overall, I think it was okay in spite of using the wrong cheese. And I did like the brightness of the pomegranate combined with the cheeses yeah that was good and the herbs so it it, it did taste good yeah. after everything had developed and settled together yeah the problem is that it is it's missing a vital step in making sure it stays pretty <laughs> right and that that cheese ball with the with the ingredient with the amounts that it said to put in there, that cheese ball was massive. Yeah, it was massive. <laughs> it's big. Like, it's, I don't it know. Is, it is a massive cheese ball. Yeah. Um, where did I even get that recipe? Uh, I think that, I think what you should have done was that, was that you should have rolled it into a cheese ball and then let it chill. Uh, and then roll the pomegranate. Th that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. It should yeah. have had instructions to chill it 
before trying to put the pomegranates in. Yeah. Yeah. There should have been a step between mixing everything together and getting trying to roll it in the pomegranate. Yeah. Um but overall the taste was the taste was good. It just just didn't look pretty. It 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 was <laughs> the most hideous cheese ball I have ever seen. <laughs> it looked um, alien. It looked like uh and and uh Yeah, it Yeah, the recipe I guess was on delish. <sighs> yeah, it, it was missing a vital step. Um, I used the wrong cheese, and um, I don't know if using the correct cheese would have made it spread easier. But I kind of doubt it because it was not very no. much of that. It was no. not very much of that cheese. Poochies wouldn't have caused that much of an issue. No. So yeah, it just it did not. The the recipe did not make itself very spreadable. So um, if you're gonna yeah. just, I think if you were going to try to make this Christmas cheese ball with the pomegranates on the outside from Delish. I think I would recommend like is chilling it, then chilling it. it on. Probably only do half of it and probably make it a log instead, yeah. so people can slice off pieces yeah. to put on their crackers instead of trying to spread it because that is not spreading. Yule-log cheese. There you go. But the the picture on the website is very pretty. Well, I, I want to see. It. I didn't even see the oh. website. It doesn't want to show me. There oh. we go. Yeah, see. Uh, stop. I don't a, want. I don't want to look at the video. We have a current picture, and I want to. I have never seen a delish picture. Ooh, uh, that see, is pretty. Yeah. See. <laughs> see pretty. how pretty it is. And I. That is pretty. It wants to do a video, so I've tried to get it. Back to the yeah, ours does not look like that. Yours does yeah. not look like that, and it doesn't. It's not. This is not very good you radio. Know, but that <laughs> reminds me of like a one of those like five minute craft or whatever. Yeah, where it's like everything is doctored. <clears throat> that video. No. Yeah, that is oh. not what. <laughs> yeah, it's. So there's yeah. some food. There's some food fashion going on, oh, or was it? Definitely food? a lot of food fashion going on. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, but. Yeah, it's like, like, if there had been that step to chill it, I probably could have had a pretty thing, and it and it probably would have looked like it. The pomegranate arrows probably would have looked like it was a jewel encrusted cheese yeah. ball. It would have looked very pretty, yeah. very sparkly, very festive. Uh, but no, <laughs> um, you, you got fast food advertising. And what you really got was fast uh, food drive-through. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like everywhere. And uh, Edward and I got talking, and this, the cheese ball seemed very much like something you would find at a a kind of corporate potluck, um, <laughs> yeah, or somewhere you'd find okay. a lot of white people yeah. trying to impress the other white people. Yeah, and, and yeah. as a white person, like. Okay, yeah. team, we're gonna have a potluck for you know, and yeah. that's sort of thing. And bring your best dish, and everybody brings like green bean casserole and cheese balls. Yeah, it <laughs> it, it looks very much like someone's trying to to do that, but quote unquote break the mold. Yeah, it, yeah, it's. Although I do applaud that the person who brings the the 
the mini wieners. The what? The, the mini wieners. <laughs> the mini wieners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the little smokies. Yeah, little smokies. Those are my favorite. Um, it, well, here's the thing. I tasted it when it was yes, when it was uh, just made or only got chilled for an hour. I would have given it like eleven. Yeah, I, I, like, prob- yeah. I probably would have given it a tw- if I were just tasting it yesterday. And that was the only time we were tasting it. I probably would have done a 12. Yeah. Just because I like pomegranate. Now, here's the thing. When we tasted it today, right? Overnight and chilled, thoroughly chilled, it's a 15. I I think it definitely jumps up to a 15. Yeah. After being chilled thoroughly. Yeah. That's how much of a difference it was. Hey. Like after after having it chilled, like yesterday, I was thinking I am never ever making this thing again. After having it chilled, I was like, I might give this another shot, another shot. and have the recipe <laughs> and make the tweaks. And make yeah, make the tweaks. Yep. Just I would make so, adjustments. Yeah. I might would increase the the percentage of cream cheese in that recipe just to keep it a little more spreadable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I having it chilled, I I would be willing to try it again. Yeah. So I guess that's it for our for for our uh, our food challenge. It yes. was interesting. It was a learning experience for for yes. all of us. <laughs> Make sure so. you double check your cheese before you buy it. Yes, and um, you know it. I think I would have probably dis- chosen to see what Indonesian fried rice actually looked like by an actual Indonesian making it. <laughs> not skip, try not to skip steps. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I would. I have enough. I have more sambal, so I can probably. I can probably. Sambal comes in a container that's. I think it's more than what I would imagine ever using in like in a year. So, it's. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a big container. Um, anyways, what are we doing now? We have a restaurant to go to. What is our restaurant? Yes. So our next time, ta- next time, we are planning. We we actually rolled the dice and uh, and looked back on our one D one hundred restaurant of restaurant list and rolled the dinner check. We rolled the dinner check, and it came up. With number 26, which lands on um, West Indies Soul Food in St. Paul. Near one of my other favorite restaurants. <laughs> which is Manila Walk. <laughs> so. Uh, if, if if we end up not particularly thrilled, we can always get an after dinner <laughs> snack at Manila Walk. Manila Walk. <laughs> You always get we some might, hollow hollow. End up that anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'll get some hollow hollow in my little walk. <laughs> but yes. I'm actually particularly excited about this because this is a was it Caribbean? Caribbean, yeah. So this is like you know West Indies Caribbean um, food essentially. So I expect some heat. <laughs> you know, some jerk. Some perfect for yeah. perfect for January. Exactly. <laughs> it, it should warm um, us up. 
<laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It'll it'll be new. It'll be exciting. I've never had Caribbean food before, Indeed. like full-on Caribbean food. Yeah, neither have I. You know, I've had Jamaican, right? I've had Mexican, obviously, not real Mexican, not. So yeah, uh, where is that one located? Um, this is in St. Paul on University Avenue, just you know, you can pretty much take the Greenway to get there. So, all right, really good. So yeah, so we'll let you all know how that goes. Anyway, we have it. more relaxing and holiday stuff to get to, Pam. Go relax, please. I'm begging you to relax. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't have to tell me twice. I'm already relaxed. I already got my Groku Squishmallow. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I can I can't I cannot recognize Roku any Rogu anymore. Roku. <laughs> Roku. Grogu. Rogu. Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's comfy. <laughs> anyway, thanks again, everybody, for joining us for for the show. Uh, again, my name is Angela. Uh, you can find me. I'm still on Twitter at Pleasant Doom. I haven't left it just yet. Uh, We're calling it Twitter. Uh, X, formerly X. known as Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's still confusing. <sighs> so glad anyway, I'm off that. And I, I am also on Blue Sky. Uh, also at Pleasant Doom. Pam? So, my name is Pam. You can find me on Instagram at PandacatDragon. I'm also the person behind the Facebook page Legend Legend Creators, where you could find information on this podcast as well as our other podcast, Hollow Hollow Hangout. Go check it out. Edwin. You can find me on Twitter at DIY Edwin, uh, where I post all my fun pictures, uh, all my outings and stuff like that. Which I still have to post the ones I got. I took at the at the German Christmas uh, market. European Christmas market. Yes. So, and then um, you can also find me on Blue Sky, which is where the sky is blue. Uh, um, and uh, I'm no longer on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, and uh, so you can't find me there anymore. You're on Instagram at DIY Edwin. I'm on Instagram. I'm sorry. I'm on Instagram. DIY Edwin on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> um, you, can, you can also find us. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can also reach out to us on um, the email. Email at dungeondiners at gmail.com. And we are currently working on relaunching the website. It's going to have a new address because someone squatted on our previous address. Yeah. So stay tuned for the new domain name. Shouldn't be that different. So. Anyway. But thanks again, everybody, for joining us for episode 85 of Dungeons. Dinings. And Dorks. I think I'm going to go to bed now.